Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. to the as of yet award-winning Rough Court Golf Podcast and we are out on the veranda, the patio, the frontage of the Cape Club of Palm City overlooking a beautiful lake filled with alligators and wonderful creatures and talking about wonderful creatures, what an assembly of people we have on today. We have myself, we have Kieran and to my right we have the one the only Micah Morris. How are we doing, mate? Welcome down to the podcast. Uh, I'm doing fantastic, first of all, and it's it's a real pleasure to be here, and it's it's always just a pleasure to be around you guys, and I just I just love listening to you talk, you know? Well, thank you. You are literally the first person to say that. <laughs> um, and today we're going to be covering uh, what we've been up to in Florida, all about kind of Micah. Um, if you are new to the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel if you are watching it here in these beautiful surroundings. If you are a listener to the podcast, make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast provider. And if you don't know who Micah is, make sure you go check him out on all his platforms, which are linked here. So... Let's kick this off. First of all, we should probably explain exactly where we are and why we are here. We are in Florida. We are based today at the Cape Club of Palm City, but we've been around the area playing lots of different courses and filming lots of wonderful content. Um, also today, Jacob is present, but he is not on camera because he's hello, playing. Hello, you can hear me. He is playing producer role today. He something, is. something that we're playing around with. I think what we'll do is, if in the future, if someone doesn't doesn't put in like an eight out of ten performance on the podcast they're like producer the next week yeah i like that that's assuming like that, that the producer role is like a demotion yeah 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 this could be a promotion okay. mate. you <laughs> just don't get to be on camera basically just don't get to be on camera <laughs> okay, fair enough. you're just like shoved in the back corner fair enough <laughs> um so if you do hear uh, a disembodied voice chipping in that is jacob who's uh who's sat there controlling the decks and controlling the tempo like you are the drummer of uh, this particular man today yeah both a literal drummer and drummer of podcasts. Yeah, which I absolutely love. So, first love of all, um, let's kind of kick off with what we've been doing this week. Micah, just, just describe uh, to the listeners and the viewers what we've been doing in Florida. Uh, we've been golfing. We have. <laughs> we have. <laughs> um, no, this last uh, 
couple days here with with uh, Peter has just been and the whole crew has just been really fun. We've played some some really cool golf courses. We played PGA National, um, and then today we're at the Cape Club of Palm City, which is I have never played it, but I hear that it's absolutely fantastic. And the stuff that we have, the videos that we have filmed so far have been it's going to be hard to top them i'm not gonna lie and so i feel like today is it going to be a real challenge from a production standpoint from a level of golf standpoint and i mean honestly an entertainment standpoint so we got we got a work cut out for us today but it's been a fantastic week and it's all it's it's really cool that you've made it to jupiter and it's really cool to have you here yeah i must uh i must admit certainly the videos that we filmed together micah and kind of kira might be able to attest to this as he's a slightly neutral party potentially some of the best golf kind of the the, the two people have played on videos both ours and yours actually one 100 percent. it's hard not to kind of give anything away but it's yeah it's just like it was it was great to watch and I think the best way to describe it is from a retention standpoint. If we're going to go all YouTube, like mm -hmm. it's it's going to be good. Like yeah, people will be watching to the end of these videos. It's going to be very hard to click off these videos unless yeah. you've got something to do. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. I mean, some, sometimes it's tricky, especially when you do kind of eighteen hole matches. You know, if one of the participants is playing really well. And the other's playing a bit bad. Yeah. It's kind of like, ooh, yeah, a little yeah. bit awkward. <laughs> a little bit awkward. It gets a little tough. That, yeah. That I've yeah. experienced that. I experienced it recently with Sahith, actually. I um, mean, th that is slightly different. It's I mean, slightly different with someone who won on the PGA Tour a week before, but yeah. I played really well the front nine. We were, I was only one back after nine holes. Oh, really? Yeah. We, like, I, we had a really competitive match going, and then on the back nine, I, you know, kind of had a little bit of a. I stumbled. You just oh, yeah. You had a little bit of a trip in the fall. <laughs> did yep. you stumble or did he just like go um, at it? it? It was kind of a combination of both because he was he was even par or one under after nine holes, and I think I was even, so I was one shot. And then he just went on a heater, and the golf course was extremely tough. They're having a like a PGA Championship or something there, so it's like a high level golf course, mm. and he just I mean. He smashed, really did some it. crazy things to that golf course that day. Good players, aren't they? These yeah. boys, like yeah, they can they actually golf their golf ball. Yeah, There's some very, very good players out there. I, mean, I would, I would, uh, I, I met say he's only once at um, the Open did like an interview with him, and he was the only player who, like normally, if, you, if you're interviewing a player, you ask your questions. Yeah, every, everyone's really friendly, but once the interview's over, you say, "Thanks a lot, mm -hmm. lovely chat to you. Yeah, good luck this week. Cool. Then you move on." Like, we stayed chatting to Saeed for, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, to be honest, in the end, he wouldn't let us go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a bit awkward. Yeah. He, he I, And I don't want to linger on this too long because we got things to get onto, but he's just to kind of share with you guys how much of a humble person he was yeah. and just a great personality. He won in California. He drove from California back to Houston, Texas, which is probably a two-and-a-half-day drive <laughs> at least. And then... Two days later, he gets up, he drives from Houston all the way back to Dallas, which is three and a half hours, and he plays 18 holes with us. He stays the night. He plays another 18 holes the, the next day, and then he goes back home. Yeah, just, And Crazy. he loved it. We had so much fun, and he was just he's just such, such a humble, like, so fun to be around, great personality. Just, I mean, I ask him tons of questions, and whenever I get around a good, really good player, like, I just love to take all the information that I can from him and just just a great guy so if you're not following Sahith you should be a Sahith, Sahith nope. fan absolutely did yeah. you uh, utilize cart cam 
<laughs> I did, yeah. 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 Car well, cam, not buggy cam. Uh, That's a new thing for you this wait, week. Uh, honestly, it, it's my new favorite thing. <laughs> I, wait, y'all we, haven't done car cams? Uh, until this trip, no. Yeah. no are you serious? Because yeah, we, yeah. normally, we normally walk. Yeah. So we normally walk everywhere no, in the we UK. we do car cams every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the one advantage of having your bottom transporter around the golf course. You know, <laughs> yeah. you don't, you know, you, it's, it's unhealthy. Uh, you don't lose any weight. Um and, you know, you f- don't feel that connection to the golf course than you yeah. otherwise would. But you have the option of car cam. Yeah, so and you love it now, don't you? Yeah, I absolutely love it. You were kind yeah. of a bit on the fence about it the first time we used it. And yeah. now you're like, yeah. There was, a, yeah. There, there was something about it where I was like, you know what? If, if, if a camera's like in the car with you, it's a bit, I just want some time on the golf course where I'm like, I don't have to talk to a camera. You know, I yeah. just want a, a little bit of me time. But actually, car cam is a revelation. Yeah. And like, car cam can literally be that where it's you are like kind of yourself in that, yeah. that situation. That's, like that's what I was gonna yeah. say. I love yeah. it because like whenever I get in the car, I usually just click on the camera. If we don't say anything, it's fine. But sometimes yeah. it captures these really like yeah. authentic moments that you're not trying to create. And I think that's part of YouTube that I really like. Is yeah. like I want to capture things as they are, not like creating things all the time. Yeah. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Just, just, it's, 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 it's just great. Yeah. I'm Good, I'm I'm I mean, since we've been at this for so much longer than you guys, I mean, you guys are just picking up on the information, all the tips and tricks on being a YouTuber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every day is a learning day. That's yeah. what I say. Um, yeah, done a full 360 on it. Uh, right, so we have some uh, talking points for the podcast, and producer Jacob is going to hit us with the first little chatty point. What's it going to be? Let's go, PJ. Um, now, obviously, you guys have been spending quite a bit of time together this week, but I just wanted to kind of bring back and uh, refresh your memory maybe on the first time you guys met which I also believe is the same time I met you in St Andrews um, which I I think also is probably one of the highlights of my YouTube career in introducing Micah to a certain place hopefully we'll come on to that in a moment but you know you guys played St Andrews together the day after the open what was that experience like um yeah I mean I mean I'm, I'm pretty sure that we took you to sample the culinary deni- delights of St Andrews before uh, we played the old course. It was that it was after. It was after. Yeah. So it was it late at night. It was it was the hundred and fiftieth open. You know, it was a seminal moment in golf. You know, one of the big most event. a big event. The most historic event really yeah. in the history of golf you'd say. Yep. You know, the oldest major championship at the home of golf. Yep. Um Micah um and kind of oops, it was Good, good trip, wasn't it? Like most of the guys were kind of over. They weren't in St. Andrews. Were in St. Andrews. They were um, back in uh, wherever you live. Manchester. Oh, we're back in Manchester. Manchester, Manchester. yeah. Um, so, so they, I, I went like three days before and went uh, to St. Andrews. Yeah. 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 So there's a few few guys over, but Micah was kind of up there, and you know we thought, what better way? You know, what a fantastic opportunity to show Micah a little bit of British culture. <laughs> And for him to sample some of the beautiful food that the proud nation of Scotland has to offer. So we took him to Big Boss Takeaway. (laughs) Potentially the worst takeaway in the whole of Scotland. I'm assuming it's a kebab. Was that the thing that they were carving off the... (laughs) It was like they were carving it off in these little shards and we were just eating it. That's a doner kebab, that is. It's a what? Doner kebab. Doner kebab? Yeah, it's so good. I'll, I'll never forget, like, because it was pretty late at night, and we're like, oh, where can we go? And there was kind of not many places open. 
and we just went down this street and we were like, all right, let's go, let's go here, mm-hmm. let's go to Big Boss. And I just kind of look around and like saw the expression on your face of looking at the Donner kebab swirling around that heat lamp. And your face just being like, what is that? That's exactly what was going through my head. Because in my, it, I mean, it looked like something that could have been there for, you know, three hours or three weeks. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. And, and I just did not know what to expect. And I remember getting a, there was like a little pizza shop at the end of that. And I was like, I got to have a backup. So I went and got a pizza or a sub or something. And we uh, we kind of were sampling it, but that was, um, as far as the whole St. Andrew's experience, it, believe it or not, when I, when people, I get a lot of questions, like people are like, what what is your favorite golf course or experience or whatever it is? And to this day, that St. Andrew's experience is the best golf experience that I've, that I've had in this YouTube journey. And I think that, I mean, that says a lot about obviously the golf course, playing it the day after the open, going to the open, being there, we were on the, I think we were all together on the 17th hole when Rory uh, came up and hit his tee shot, and it was just on 18, and it was just like, it was truly surreal being there, and then the next day, going back out and playing the golf course, to, like, with Sunday pins, everything, and I remember I was, I don't think I've ever been that tired in my whole entire life. I was I was jet-lagged. I didn't think jet-lag was real until I went to St. Andrews, um, and it was truly one. I, I felt a little delusional, but at the same time, it was it, walking up seventeen and eighteen was like you just feel it. You see people people who haven't done it can't experience, but you like feel it in your bones. Yeah, I, th- I think the first the first time I went there, it's, it's strange because it's very rare that you'll play a course that you've seen so much of. Um, mm-hmm. There's so much history there. It's like it's the weight of that history which yeah. kind of like just presses down upon you the knowledge that literally hundreds of thousands probably millions of golfers have wandered those mm-hmm. fairways for the past 500 years and then all of a sudden you're there and yeah. you're yeah. on that same course and the fact that like it, it is weird because like I, I think i do think sometimes personally that i am like very spoiled with like the experiences that we do manage to have like it's not normal to be able to play the home of golf yeah. after the biggest major that's probably ever been held yeah. and the weather is like off pretty much the same tees perfect weather like yeah. it was about what was it about it was almost like 30 degrees i think wasn't it, it was a little heat wave all the grandstands up and all the grand yeah. it was incredible yeah, yeah, yeah. it was <coughs> is that it your your first time playing links as well true links golf yeah. yeah and i remember not really being able to i i'd flown I think I had got off a plane the day before or two days before or something. It was crazy travel time to get there. And I, I don't like know. I, I think I was like topping some shots. I was I was hitting some really <laughs> low quality golf shots on a very high quality golf course. And it was my first time meeting Peter and he'd I think that I mean, he'd probably <laughs> seen some of my videos and in, in, in how like, you know, I'm I'm a pretty good golfer and then I show up first time meeting him and I'm hitting some I hit some slices that, you know, you wouldn't even be able to keep inside of a camera frame. I must admit, I was I was because we were all obviously quite giddy. Yeah. yeah at yeah. this point, you know, we, we, you know we, we got through the first hole. That was fine. That's where yeah. the real nerves are. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, this is so cool. The grandstands are up. Um, obviously met kind of Michael a little bit when we take, took him to Big Boss. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this, this is such a nice guy. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to kind of seeing him play. You know, he absolutely smashes it. And then, like, on the second tee, pulls out 
a new driver. Yeah, like it was, I had never hit it before. You basically which, tore, tore the plastic off it. Yeah, that was... And it was like, oh, yeah, I've got this new driver. You know, I've got the shaft in. It <laughs> shaft costs about 12 grand. You know, <laughs> it's, it's this new new driver head. And I'm, and I'm like, oh, my God. A couple of practice swings. Like, <laughs> 120 miles an hour pumping. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so exciting. <laughs> and then he steps up. He just hits the biggest stone cold top. Ever I popped it into the grass, and there, I mean, and it, it was not just me and you there. We had, um, it was Jake was there. We had like Seb was there, his video yeah. people. I had my wife there yeah. vi- filming. Like there was just uh, ten people, and I'm on the second hole of St Andrews, and I top a driver into the grass. And the worst part <laughs> is, I decided not to hit another one because, like, you know, me being, I don't know, I don't competitive or whatever it is, I go up in the grass and I'm still trying to hit it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I think the I think the term I think the term after it is a pregnant silence. Yeah. When it <laughs> it just weighs heavy because I because I was a bit giddy. I, I just wa- I just wanted to laugh. I wanted to like <laughs> yeah. break we it. We probably weren't quite there. Yeah, in our friendship. Yeah, that's the thing. I wanted to have like a really good like laugh and like slap Mike on the back. Said ah, there we go, great shot. And I was like, I don't know how he's gonna react. I don't. <laughs> and know. I think the very next drive, I slice it out of bounds. Oh, it was it was exotic. Yeah, it was it was and four holes, five holes before I actually started hitting well, it straight. It, it, it was literally like it was like a really funky start, and because because obviously we knew you were kind of like jet lagged, and I was like, oh man, this because St Andrews is the thing is with St Andrews, like if you slice in it, that's a that's problem. That's a problem, yeah. Like yeah. you've got the entire course to your left, so it was like mm-hmm. if you were hitting a bad shot as a like a pull or a hook, it'd probably be all right. Because that slice was happening, it was like, oh no. And then we got to, I think it's the sixth. Pretty sure it's the sixth. It's like a 400 yard par four. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you connect with one and whack it on the green. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> that was where, Hello. you know, a little bit of me started to show up. And I think, I think from six, you know, all the way out, I, I played some decent golf, but I mean, incredible golf course. And I think it's, it's like, it's so weird when you have, that type of experience you show up to that course you're you're taking it all in you're seeing the grandstands there's so much happening then you kind of get off to a rocky start like that it's it takes a lot of just like okay it's like this is just golf like you have to enjoy the experience you got to kind of take some of the focus off of like how you're playing Yeah. yeah but a lot of people you know i've had to learn to get in you get in those positions it's like you enjoy, enjoy the experience. Like go, you're going to always be able to play golf, but you're not going to always be able to play St. Andrews. Yeah, so. yeah. No, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, and it's right. Like we'll, we'll never, we will literally never have that experience again. Right. Like that, that will, that will never happen again because it's, it was such a, a moment in time. Yeah. And it is right. You just got to try and kind of take it in and enjoy it. And we did. I think, I think we had a very, yeah. very enjoyable time. It ended up really nice. And I remember, I think Rick showed up on the 11th hole or something. Yeah, he was still bladdered. Yeah, he yeah. was like drunk yeah. or something like that. I'm pretty <laughs> sure yeah, he was wearing sunglasses yeah. and it was it was real shady outside. So yeah. Yeah. I think we knew that something was up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, behind those sunglasses, his eyes were closed. It was like a seven day. Ha- he just went off. That. Yeah, he went off that. That, 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 that trip, he just went mm. off. Yeah, it was almost like his holiday, wasn't it? And then a year later... Here we are. I know. Uh, like, I'm thinking about that, and I'm thinking, it's only been a year. Yeah. And See, I feel like so much has transpired just in the in the golf community, in the YouTube world. It feels like five years of progression, like, has happened in one year. Yeah, yeah. it's so, it's just been so intense, hasn't it? Like, yeah. if you think about everything that's happened in that time period, that was just for us, and obviously for Mike as well, all the places they've been, all the content we've done, everything yeah. that's happened, it's been... And like, and like YouTube as well, like YouTube golf in general, it's just shifted, isn't it? It's like it's in absolutely blown yeah, up, blown yeah. up. So it's like 
you know, it's, it's you know, a lot's happened. So, but yeah. So, because I was going to say, because when, like, with the YouTube side of things, so again, it is mental thing. So the year ago, because when when did you kind of like? Because if, if if you don't know, kind of, if you've not seen Micah before, um, please go check him out. So Micah, part of Good Good, and then kind of stopped in I want to say December. Uh, it was it? August of last year. August of last so it was year. August. I mean, it's 2023. So it was August of 2022 is when I stepped away. And then started kind of like your own channel, own journey. I like how you keep calling it a journey, by the way. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, get, get, yeah, gets me on the road. That's a like, great yeah. word, though. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be yeah, carrying it's, uh, <coughs> So um, started good, we started Good Good in 2020. I was one of the like original founding members, I guess you could say, of Good Good. And it was an incredible journey for right about two years. Um, and then I stepped away. August of 20, it's been a year, <coughs> and I had my channel, I, st I start, like, I posted one of my first golf videos, um, it was, I think it was, like, August, the end, or September 2020, so, I'd, like, I had been growing my channel, um, and then just kind of, you know, some different things transpired, and the way that I was growing, and the way that they were growing, I feel like we just kind of were in different direction, there's, there's kind of a lot there, but I feel like the, kind of the best way to put it is, um, I just kind of had a different vision for my career and where I wanted to go. And obviously they're probably the biggest brand in golf right now when it comes to golf YouTube. I'd, I'd say so, As yeah. far as like their, their reach. Um, so I'm really proud to have been a part of it for the time that I was. And <coughs> I think there's a common, a little bit of a misconception that I'd left good, good to turn pro. Mm. And that is actually not at all true. It was, you know, just other things that, are probably not even worth getting into, but like I didn't leave to turn pro, and it's been a bit interesting to kind of see the narrative that was pushed. But I'm very happy with where I'm at, and you know, kind of what has happened in the last year, being able to kind of grow and and kind of, kind of, I mean, I feel like I've been able to stand on my own, but learning how to do that kind of as my individual brand. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, the like you said, I can't I can't believe it was 2020. By the way, that kind of that started that's as well. It, started. it, it, it seems yeah. to have gone so fast. Yeah, yeah that our first we posted our first video as a house tour. Um, I think it was like September fifteenth or something. So is that um, like COVID? Is that COVID time sort of thing? Right after. Right. Well, it was right after. I mean, it was the heat of COVID, but it was like right after COVID started. It yeah. Mean, COVID started at the beginning of twenty twenty. Yeah. And then we started the Good Good Channel like it, September. It yeah. was weird because obviously COVID, you know, is. is it's always a weird thing to kind of like talk about because the COVID obviously was disastrous for most of the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Apart from golf. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if there's no denying that because of golf and how it's a sport played out in the open, it was the first thing that people could do. And it was the first thing that, like, if you played other sports, you could get into. Yeah. yeah. And, like, for the golf YouTube kind of ecosystem it was massive as well like every single channel like experienced this huge growth and this yep, huge yeah. kind of like spurt of momentum yeah so you know it's it's a crazy time to start but also like a fantastic time to start that grew so quickly and i mean i think with i think we like going off kind of on your own and kind of being your own kind of entity it's got so many benefits it's got so many challenges yeah. Like doing everything on your own. Mm -hmm. I mean, wh wh what's it actually been like, like starting like your own videos and like coming up with your own ideas and kind of what's the kind of what's the plan? Because I know you are playing in kind of like pro events mm -hmm. and all that kind of thing. Is it more are you going down that like performance route? Do you really know yet? Yeah, I think 
this year has this year specifically has been really like interesting. It's been it's been really great. We've I feel like I've grown a ton. I feel like I've I have some great partnerships, but we're kind of in the in a little bit of a transition, kind of a somewhat of a rebrand of like kind of establishing like what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. I'm very like I'm very like vision focused. I have a really hard time doing things when I'm just like, oh, I'm going to go out and try to like produce the next banger video. Like if I don't have a plan, if I don't have a vision for where I'm going, it, it's really, really difficult for me. And this year has kind of been just a like been in a little bit of a cycle of just like, OK, what's the next video that's going to get views and and help the channel grow, which is is, you know, some people, they're kind of wired that way. And that's kind of how they operate as a as a brand or a YouTube channel. But for me, it's been a little bit difficult because <coughs> it's like I want to play pro golf. I want to see where I can go with it. And I don't I don't think that I'm anywhere near like the level of being able to compete on the Corn Ferry Tour or, or like that at the moment. Um, and so I think where I'm kind of headed is like I want to continue to grow the channel. I want to continue to put out like competitive content. That's like my wheelhouse is competition. Like yep. I don't like doing really any of the gimmicky stuff or like challenges are cool, but like competition is my favorite thing by far. And so I think that kind of moving forward, it's going to be very focused on competition and then like the journey to pro golf and like what kind of everything that entails. And I really want to just share that like process and create a story out of that because I feel like there's not many people on the YouTube space that are like doing that and then also showing like the good, the bad, and everything in between because there's <coughs> there's so much of the process. I always like think about it like you see these guys on the PJ Tour, you know, the top 100 in the world who are just killing it and they, they're obviously the best golfers on the planet and then you have everybody who is trying to get to that level and like what it takes to get there is is grueling it is absolutely insane and like to be able to to just see what i can do in that process and share that i think is i think is really neat and it's like i don't i'm not doing it because i like think that i'm there and i'm ready to step into that it's like what can i become and like can i tell a really cool story through that yeah i mean it's something that I, the reason that you don't see it too often we we try to do it and last year the the quest for the open series about trying to get through open qualifying it's mm -hmm. it's the same vibe you know it's yeah. it's kind of like what are you doing to improve what is that result and then the kind of feedback and what you learn yeah. from that process and like last year i i found it really really difficult and i'm sure this is something that you can allude to a little bit more and I, i'm gonna i'm gonna preface this by saying we work in youtube golf mm -hmm. so our version of hard work compared to like a nurse who's having to clean up in an IC unit, yeah. you know, a miner at the coal face. We're not saying it's that hard work, but trying to practice and trying to improve a golf whilst filming the content. Mm -hmm. How have you found that? Because I found it almost impossible to balance. Yeah, that's that has probably been one of the hardest things. And like, <clears throat> I never, I never th said that could do it or that it was going to be easy but there's kind of this narrative that got drawn like after i stepped away from good good that like i think that i'm at this level and i'm going to do this and this and it's going to be easy like that was like that was nowhere in the same universe that i'm existing in and um that has been the most challenging thing is the time management portion of it because like you were saying it's 
it's very interesting because I've I've worked a lot of different jobs. I worked in construction. I mean, pouring concrete, like very physically demanding labor that is, I mean, it's very hard. Now what I do, it's not that physically hard, but it takes time. It takes a lot of creative energy, and it never turns off. And so I, we've built, I've built a really good team around me that has, like, helped with that process of, you know, do I – what portion of the day am I dedicating to practice where I'm not thinking about YouTube and making it focus practice, and then once I'm done practicing – and then moving into, like, the creative space of, like, filming videos and doing all that. And so, honestly, it's it's difficult, but with good time management in the last, like, month, I've, I've felt it, found it to be very, like, um, efficient and successful for myself. I feel like putting time in, you know, usually I, I practice for four hours every morning. I'm at the course at 7.30, 8 o'clock. I'm done by noon, and then the afternoons I'm, I'm filming or, you know, being creative, and that even just in a month of, of doing that and being really consistent, I've seen a ton of improvement in my game. We'll have to um, we'll have to swap tips. Yeah, so it's, I'm, I'm gonna it's never really your strength, though. Time management, though, would you agree? No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no. And to be honest, like that combination of that—that's the thing I found the most difficult is actually being able to like step away mm-hmm. and dedicate time to practice. Yeah. Because it's almost like you almost feel like you. You're having time off, like yeah. Y- yeah. Y- you're not. You're working on your game, which will obviously pay dividends for the videos. Eventually, it's going to make it better. But it is very much like if I spend four hours practicing here, I could film a whole video. Then. Yeah, yeah. I suppose, I suppose you're right. And uh, what I was going to say to that was, I think if you're going to get up at half seven in Manchester, it's very different to getting up at half seven Probably. in there. Uh, in yeah. Florida, yeah. It's, uh, I I can't see a difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no. also, an, uh, like another thing with that is like understanding the value of understanding the things that you value most because like for me i know what i can do like i know that i know what i can do on youtube like in how many videos i can post and like the type of content i can post that will make a lot of money and i think that like discerning the value of like money versus like chasing a dream and like making sure that like because money can't be a dream that can't be something that is like a fulfilling purpose because I don't there's no there I mean having money is great but making money can't be a dream and I feel like like di- discerning the value between those things of like okay I know I can do this and make a lot of money I know if I pursue pro golf it's not going to be as much money in the present I don't know if it's even going to be money in the future but that is a vision that is something that is in my heart that I know is rewarding so it's like money can always be made there's so much money like all like everywhere but yeah. it's like discerning the value between you know how much do i value money and how much do i value like a passion and chasing a dream and making sure that there's a balance between all those things wow that was that was that, that was, was good that was very very yeah, good that was very good i think as well the thing that i'm i'm very interested in like i've played golf for like 12 years now and even i still don't know the process of how you would get to being a being a pga pro like in terms of like getting on the tour so to see that kind of like behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. of like these corn fairy tours or even below that is q school yeah. is it below that like well, q school like there's you know 100 mini tours yeah exactly that, like yeah that yeah thousands and thousands and thousands of people are grinding on every yeah week so that, that's what i mean it's like you don't see that and no yeah. one no one really posts about that and yeah. that's so cool it, it's because it's it's because it's difficult yeah <laughs> that's the, that, that's the yeah. thing i mean 
the hardest thing um, is certainly if you publicly talk about having a goal. If you say, you know, I want mm. to do X, you know, I want to try and go through Corn Ferry qualifying, for example. Yep. Use that as your, your goal example. And then you document the process and you put your results out. As soon as you put a result out which isn't positive, all it's going to do is invite the people who are going to be negative anyway, yep. they're all yeah, out there, yeah, yeah. to then jump on and say, oh, this is yeah, it's a joke, you're not doing it, yada, yada, yada. And it, that's the most difficult thing. Yeah. If you actually have a goal, you talk about it, you practice towards it, and then come up short, it can hurt. Like it yeah. really does hurt. Like especially yeah. if you, if you're doing it in the public domain, even if you're doing the private domain, golf is a golf is horrible in that context because like you spend so much of your time losing at golf. Yeah. Like the amount of times you're actually successful is so small, but that's what makes it so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah if you if you fail <laughs> ten times at golf and then succeed once, that once is so much better for it. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult. Yeah. Like certainly putting the videos out. Um, but yeah. no, I think if you, if you've got that goal and you can carry people along that journey, that's I'm using it now. Journey. Um, <laughs> that's a very powerful thing to do. Yeah. Yep. And it, it matters. Yeah. So, like, and it's it's like you said about you know you can make videos that are specifically designed to make you know money to get views, and that is definitely something which you need to get the balance right of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because at the end of the day, like certainly with kind of with with what I'm doing and like what you're starting to do now, you know, I've got kind of four people working for me, so I know that there's certain videos that we need to kind of keep doing. We need to make as entertaining as possible, which are kind of more more entertainment based now, so we can get people kind of watching, that we can kind of grow the channel, and that we can like keep the business successful. And it's a tricky things sometimes and it takes bravery to be like you know what this is the overall vision that we're going to do this is the work we're going to put in and we're just going to hope and we're just going to try our best to bring people along for the ride it's really really tricky to do um so it, it, if like that's what you're setting your stall out for then yeah good luck yeah 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 i think that's i mean even for like a we talked about this a little bit yesterday but like people trying to get into this space it's like you have the bob does sports the the good, good channels, the Grant Horvats of YouTube who are just like, they're absolute powerhouses. And they have these incredible personalities and like they're so, they're like very, I mean, they're just, they're just, they're growing and they're growing fast and so many people are flooding into those channels. And then you have kind of like the, the channels that are not quite as popular, but it's like, you have to just be willing to grind and then create a fan, like, create a fan base that's loyal and then create a story for people to follow. And I think that's, that's like, for me, we're kind of in that place of like, we may, we may experience some like setback. We may experience like less views, but I, I always like, I always want to think about long-term success versus like short-term growth. And I think that like anything that grows too fast in nature, anything that grows too fast, it, it, it doesn't last. And so I think for me, it's like learning how to think long-term, learning how to think that like, you know, what is happening in the present is obviously important, but the more important thing is understanding, like, where you're going and why you're going there mm. and making sure that you're growing at a pace that you can keep up with because I never want my business to outgrow me. Mm. It's, it's, it's difficult. It's because, like, there are those 
um, like the, the channels on kind of YouTube, those those huge. I mean, Good Good's a good example of like a massive brand that mm-hmm. is kind of kind of moving. And it's that's the thing. It's like this, like that's not a YouTube golf brand anymore. That's yeah, a it's a brand. It's golf a golf brand. brand. It's yeah. a golf brand. Um, so to like, if if you think like someone like a like a Rick or like a um, Grant you were talking about and. Like everyone does their own thing, mm-hmm. and it's just finding what kind of really keeps you going, what really yeah. kind of um, floats your boat. Yeah. That you can actually make content that you're really excited about. It, it's it's tricky sometimes, because like because because we have we have chats all the time about like the content that we want to try and make, and sometimes it's hard to be like, well, you know what, is that something that we really want to do? Mm-hmm. Or is that something that we're doing because it's working for, for someone else, for someone else yeah. as well? And it's it's tricky sometimes because yeah. obviously we're surrounded by it, and like we watch all all these videos all the time, like to actually try and find that individual mm-hmm. kind of voice. Yeah, it's tricky. It's it's tricky. It's interesting, and like we're trying kind of a lot of different things to yeah. find what it is. There. Yeah, and it's the thing as well is that like you know how we were saying how YouTube goals just changed over the last mm-hmm. year. It's that like. It's these new people that are coming in. Like, for example, above the sports yeah. a year ago was they blew up in the last. Do you know year, what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's it's um it's crazy in that term. So like it's it's adapting to your surroundings yeah. as well. Like you mm-hmm. know it's 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 so difficult. It, it's completely different as well. Like when uh, to begin with, almost all YouTubers were pros mm-hmm. who then went into coaching videos. Yeah. Who then went into course, course vlogs, vlogs yeah, yeah who then went into like all these other avenues and now mm-hmm. it, it, it's really good because it just shows like you don't you don't have to be a golf pro you don't yep. have to be someone who's involved in the industry mm-hmm. to suddenly come onto the scene and be like okay well i'm gonna make this yeah, YouTube yeah, channel yeah. about golf and that's yeah. why there's yeah. so many more channels and that's why it's really good because you're getting fresh content you're getting new ideas you're getting new people yeah and like new locations like new it's it's so much more diverse now it's great yeah you used to be able to post like just random stuff on youtube golf channel and blow up and now it's like yeah. nope yeah, <laughs> not yeah. anymore yeah. do you remember your your first video of like what was it a chipping video oh my f- yeah my first video yeah yeah it's, it's horrific, like it's yeah. still on it's still on youtube now it's still on youtube so bad. Yeah. honestly it's it's oh god no don't watch it there's like one camera i think it was back in the day when like 1080p wasn't even a thing on yeah. there i on think it might have been like 720 720p yeah it, on an ipad <laughs> Linked in the top of the description. Go watch that first oh video. <laughs> Honestly, it was horrible. Again, it's just I remember. I remember because I remember getting there to when it was a traffic golf center. Like the golf center opened at like seven. Mm. Like I was in there at half five. Yeah. All the lights were on. I made sure no one was around. Yeah. Because I didn't want anybody witnessing it. <laughs> it was like a it was like a six minute video. This was the time before you actually cut videos. Yeah. So you had to do yeah. all in one. And it was like. <laughs> it took me like an hour and a half to get <laughs> it right. Yeah, so like like no, well you just got it. No cuts. It, it it is so hard to explain, and I I I I want everybody to give this a go at least once. Okay, yeah. of putting a video out on social media, of YouTube, whatever it is, of you just talking to a camera about a subject, and how <laughs> massively awkward it is yeah. the first time you do it. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. So it it takes so long to like even like speak in a normal voice to a camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's horrific. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it, I I I recommend everyone does it. Just what, experience. What's your it. excuse now after eight years? I'm just comfortable with being horrific now. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. that's what I've learned. Is like you don't. 
you, you can't, I mean, yeah, there's things you can learn to be more entertaining and have better conversations, but at the end of the day, it's like you have to be willing to just, like, be yourself yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. let that be enough. Yeah. I think as well, it's like... Uh, from uh, just from like a video standpoint from you know like myself jacob mick and all that it's like compared to your first video of like one cam set up no cuts whereas now we've got like you know beautifully surrounded shot by iphone yeah and like well yeah well yeah we are <laughs> to be fair we are to be fair but like you know we have the you know sort of the big cameras and stuff mm -hmm. like that and just how good the production value yeah. of everyone is now yeah. it's mad not d I'm not saying us is like you know I'm <laughs> I aspire to be sort of better than better than anyone but you know it's like yeah. it's um it's yeah it's really cool to see like yeah. just the just the value of how much is it's it's grown it's massive yeah I, I like that's how you describe our production value now now we've got big cameras yeah now we've got big cameras we've got, got big zooms we've got big zooms on big there. zooms that's that, what I mean yeah 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 that lens is yeah, like proper yeah. big lad. Well, yeah and like you know you're you're going to like uh, Bermuda uh, like next Monday or something like, and doing like a YouTube championship like these mm -hmm. sort of things that are just like just wild mm. yeah like it's mad it's so cool and just so different as well so like before let's say before good good like three years ago like what were you actually doing what were you up to like before social media yeah um, I was doing a couple different things. Um, I, right before social media, I was in, I was living in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I was, um, hanging siding and doing exterior trim on porches. Cause I have a, I mean, I have a background in construction for years. And so that there was an opportunity at the time that, um, kind of led me to Fort Wayne. And I was, I mean, it was, I was working the winters there. It was, it was, it was cool. I love looking back on that time in my life, but it was talk about hard work like 30 degrees hanging siding you know doing exterior trim on porches it was it was intense i mean did you think that when you were hanging those sidings in three years you'd be on the 26th most popular golf podcast <laughs> in florida no. no no i mean there is nothing that is that could like at the time i thought it was you know, 30 years down the road of, like, being able to chase my dream. But it was crazy because I never, like, gave up on the, um, like, my aspirations for golf. So even when I was doing that, um, even when I was working in, in Fort Wayne, India, doing a signing, I was working 10-hour days, and there was this, there was this little driving range called Bobix Golf. And at the time, we didn't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. And so my wife convinced me to get this driving range membership that was $67 for three months and we couldn't afford it. So we put it on a credit card and I, w I was like freaking out because I had never really done anything on a credit card. And I was so scared of like, Oh my gosh, we're in debt now. Yeah. <laughs> it was less than a hundred dollars, <laughs> but that's how broke we were. And every day after work, I would work, you know, eight, seven to 10 hour days. I would go to Bobix and I would hit two or 300 balls every single night. And that's literally, I, I was like, I don't know where this is going, but I just believe this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And so I just did it. And like it, it was at the time it felt like golf was the farthest thing away because like I was just coming off of breaking my foot. So I didn't play golf for like six months. And it was just a wild time. But like it, when it c comes back to like vision, like I just, I had this vision of like what I wanted. And then, so I just like, I kept, I kept showing up. Wow. Perfect. Wow, love it. That's that's love an origin story. Can, you, can you remember that. like the first like sets of clubs you were using and like what you had back then? Like was mm. it? That's actually a crazy story. The very first set of clubs I had, I didn't, I didn't get a set of clubs until I was seventeen. Um, 
in the very first set of clubs I ever bought. I went to a pawn shop. I lived in Oklahoma at, on like my parents' farm at the time. I went to a pawn shop in Guthrie, <coughs> Oklahoma, and I spent $45 on a set of ping irons. And it was like, it didn't even have woods. I think it had some metal woods, like a five wood or something. And it was in this old crusty bag. And I went to Academy and I bought 75 like refurbished golf balls. And I would just go out in my pasture and I would just hit them from one end and then go to the other end and hit them back. I had these like rebar I turned into uh, flags. And I just hit it back and forth. For That was like before, that was when I was like 17, 18. And I just did that every night. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I learned, I'd, like I never had a coach anything. I would go on YouTube and I would watch these videos on how to hit a golf ball. And then I probably watched uh, your original uh, video uh, at some point. How to chip a golf ball. How's that chip a golf Yeah. So that, that was like. That's part of your game, I think. Yeah, that was like the very first. Um, I wish I still had that set of clubs, but I, it probably got lost in the mix somewhere. Love that. Love that. Producer Jacob. What what else have we got on there? I mean, that seems and like we kind of we kind of lost yeah. you for a second there, well, brother. I think you, I think gone through quite a lot. I think that started that whole conversation started in a kebab shop. Yeah, See, you can mock a doner kebab, but yeah. boy, yeah. does it start a conversation? It, yeah, you're making my job easier. Like you've you've done a great job of going through it. Oh, um, thanks, Jacob. Appreciate it. I suppose that. now as well, like you talk about how quickly, or in, you thought in 30 years' time it might be you'd be aspiring to what you were going to try and do, but mm-hmm. then you go to now and you're signing brand deals with TaylorMade, you know, is was that always something like in your mind of something you wanted to do? Was that something that just kind of came across? Um, how has that been going for you, I suppose? Uh, it's been fantastic. I mean, that was a kind of a dream partnership. That was, that was something that I didn't know if it was, like, possible. And <coughs> when I stepped away from Good Good, there was absolutely nothing on the table when it came to TaylorMade. Like, I was with Cobra at the time. And kind of my, I was playing, I was hoping to re-sign with Cobra at the end of that year, which was, that would have been one year with Cobra. Um, and then kind of, it was like right before I re-signed, there was an opportunity with TaylorMade that was like kind of circulating. And I was just like, I didn't even want to get my hopes up because I was like, dude, TaylorMade is like my favorite golf brand. They have Tiger, like, it just seemed like something that was kind of impossible. Um, and then, you know, the conversation started happening and then there was there was an opportunity that was presented that was like, you know, this is irresistible for me, and and it just felt like a dream. I, when th- when big things like that happen, it feels like it's so humbling because I, you know, I grew up on a farm in Oklahoma. I I like came from absolutely nothing, and so it's just like every step of this this journey has been like, it's like, dude, I've already won. Like, <laughs> like I'm 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 I feel like I'm winning every single day when I wake up. So it's like. I don't think no matter what happens, it's just like, wow, this is, it's truly incredible. And I suppose as well, like you, you and Grant signing with TaylorMade, obviously good, good, then going to Callaway, it was mm-hmm. kind of like the beginning of a real transition from brands going from players to like content creators. And I think them kind of yeah. understanding the, the power that content creation has, mm-hmm. um, I guess like for you, do you, is uh, not that there's any kind of pressure for you to deliver for them, but like, do you feel that you are kind of one of the more well-known tailor-made athletes now? I suppose. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, like it's kind of a hard thing for people to accept. I guess that it's like when it comes to what brands are looking for is like they're looking for influence. They're looking for eyeballs, and 
you have some of the you have like the top players in the world, the top ten, like the Roy McElroys, the Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, like those guys obviously have incredible influence. But then you have like after that, there's not many people that could like there's probably zero people that could tell you the top hundred golfers in the world. And when it comes to the 78th ranked golfer in the world, like obviously he's incredibly talented, but nobody really knows, and he doesn't necessarily have a ton of influence to get a product or whatever it is in front of people. And then you come to the YouTube space and you have like a bunch of average golfers. But I think that's the beautiful thing about YouTube is like it's so influential because what people see on YouTube is like so personal. It's so connecting for people. And that's one of the things that I love most about it is when people watch you, they develop like this sense of connection to you that is just like incredible. And then you're able to leverage that and you know, that's valuable. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it is that thing with a, with a pro golfer, even the very top pro golfers, there is that sense of separation. Like, you don't know, like John Rahm, like you, see him, you see him play, you kind of get the understanding of what character is, what character he is, but you don't, no, no one knows him. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one yeah. actually knows him, but with, with a kind of like Michael was saying, with a YouTube golfer, pretty much you will get their personality within a month of kind of watching and exactly who they are, their values, and kind of what they're mm -hmm. all about. Yeah. And that's great. So when it's always been the coolest thing, like whenever, certainly whenever I was coaching, is someone would be watching the videos, they'd come in for a lesson, and they'd already know you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, yeah. you could start up a conversation yeah. so quickly. There was none yeah. of that real awkwardness that you yeah. that I used to have in lessons. Yeah. And that was like some of the best things. So people can like just like over here, like people coming up to you chatting yeah. about kind of what you've been doing and what yeah. they're up to. It's it's brilliant. It, yeah. It's the kind of it the best sometimes thing. like catches me off guard, like to a certain degree. I, I really like it. But then you have like like people just come up and they'll just dap you up and give you a hug. I'm like, uh, all right. Like I yeah, love yeah, it, but yeah. that's that's how connected they feel, and that that makes me feel like I'm doing my job well. Yeah, I want people to feel that connection. I want people to feel like when they meet me, they're meeting the same person in real life as they are on YouTube. Yeah, and and I and, and we and I think we can all kind of attest to the fact that Mike is pretty much exactly the same person. I can agree. Um, in reality, than YouTube, except one big thing. Oh, you're gonna talk mm, about. He also has exceptional personal hygiene. Smells fantastic. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> um, where, I, where where I wasn't sure where that was going. I, I thought you were going to talk about like that riddle that you came up with oh, the yeah, other yeah, day yeah, yesterday no. that literally got wanna, us. No, I don't want to talk about that. Anymore. Anymore. About that that, that went on for three and a half <laughs> holes yesterday. So long. It really, like, we spaced out in that time of the video. It, it was interesting. We um we, we, we put it to, to Jacob and, um you know, we thought, oh, we got in there. We got in there. So, um <laughs> like, five minutes later, he's like, he said that I'm not going to give the number away, but he said uh, he said the number, and we were like, "Yeah, we got yeah, it." It's in. very disappointing. Yeah we, yeah, we got it in. We got it. I'm yeah, to be fair, you, like you sold it down the river there because they were going on like they got it straight away. But yeah. I'm so happy to hear they got it. <laughs> Dude, no, Peter was. It was like it was like somebody had like busted his eardrums. Like he was like all over the place. Like he couldn't even focus. Like in my defense, and I'm gonna you know I'm gonna back myself here. In my defense. Numbers aren't my strong point. <laughs> and also, I just come off the back of having like seven Diet Cokes. You had, yeah. And a massive indigestion-inducing pulled chicken sandwich <laughs> with sweet potato tats. But it was at the point where you were so hyper and then 
Their mic are asking the question. Like and it smacked like me in the face with a riddle. <laughs> just like yeah. brought me back down to earth. I crashed like instantly. <laughs> oh god, yeah. it was awful. So funny. No, was no. Th- oh. those videos are going to be insane. Mm. Insane videos. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to coming. I'm looking forward to editing them. Yeah. That's the nice mm. thing as well. Like, yeah, you yeah. kind of get to from our perspective. Like, you film it and you see it, and then you get to relive it again through the editing, and you remember bits and you remember shots, and you kind of see everything again from a different perspective. Um, this this week, obviously, we spent a bit of time with Grant beforehand and stuff, and I I think I want to quote Grant by saying that he believes that Pete has got is one of the best ball strikers that he's ever met on YouTube. He may not hit it in the right direction. I'm fairly sure he said that he's one of the best ball strikers. I want to know what your opinion on Pete's game is. I know you've played together at St Andrews, but like, how have you taken it the last couple of days? He sucks. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> at last, the truth. Um, no, I. The one thing that is, and I told I told Peter this yesterday is like, it, I, I everybody goes through like parts of their game where they're like they're hitting it great, but maybe they're not scoring the way they want to or whatever. I truly do feel like you have one of the most like compact and well balanced ball striking swings in in the golf YouTube space. You're talking and about his uh, his divots and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, his about divots are always so shallow. He's not steep. Like there's a I, I'm I'm I mean I'm not trying to just hype you up, although I'm hyping you up. Like <laughs> you you have a balanced golf swing like Roy McIlroy. I hate this. Wow. Yeah, I, I wanted to wow. ask this because I knew it would make your skin. He cruel. just sticks a finish and he looks like. It j- he it's it's really nice. It's very very pleasant <laughs> right, to look we, at. Can we just can we just move on? <laughs> uh, do you want to talk, talk about Micah's game? Yeah, 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 no, yeah. I am I am absolutely more than happy about talking to someone Wait, else. You game. don't like talking about yourself. I I, I find it really no. Nah, I don't like. I think it's because. I mean, you're a very humble man, so that makes sense. I I don't I, I don't I th- take pleasure in trying to. I think hype it, myself up either. I, I don't th- think that's a good thing. No, I I, yeah, I find it really kind of cringy. Like when by like, people talk too self confidently about themselves, yeah, and it's it like if someone like is complimenting me, I find it really awkward. I, mm. I think maybe I was brought up my group of friends, and certainly my family. If somebody does something good, like you say, well done, but that's an opportunity to also take the mick. Like mm. let's just let's just keep everybody yeah. on the same level. Mm. You know, we don't want anyone's ego getting too big. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, it makes my skin like really uncomfortable. Um, right, okay, Jacob, can we can we can move what's on? It, what, no, what's what's, <laughs> what's Micah's? Like, what do you think Micah's best part of his game is, or what, you know, what's your view on the game? Oh, I don't know. To be honest, like the last, well, obviously from the last time we played, I knew like you gave it a good smack, but yeah. I after the last video that we filmed. I mean, that might be one of the most complete performances that I've yeah, seen. Yeah, it's so hard to not say anything like that. You <laughs> put it on that back nine was disgusting. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I I, I appreciate that. I feel like... In, in a good way, by the way. Just for context, uh, we use disgusting in a positive manner. We do that. We do that here, Okay, too. that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Disgustingly like good. I was, I, was like, I was like, what do you guys use for, like, cool? And you're like... Cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's bad. That's that's getting on Reddit. That's going every place. Uh, that is a pretty universal. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, oh, right. Okay. That's enough blown smoke. I think that's. <laughs> I think that's pretty much everything. I think we've covered everything. Fantastic. So, Micah, thank you so much for coming on. Um, we are just about to go out and head onto this golf course to film another video, which will be coming out soon. So, thank you for coming on the podcast. It's been really good. It's been nice to get to know you just a little bit more. 
Yeah, well, I, I appreciate you guys, and I'm excited for, for more collaborations in the future. And it's it's just, it's really cool. And you guys are all awesome. Um, every, your whole team, just fantastic people. You're too nice. <laughs> you've got, I'm you not going to say anything more about yeah, you. Yeah, you're way too nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the biggest negative I've got about Mike was he's too nice. Yeah, he's too nice. <laughs> well, yeah. that, that's quite a negative one. Um, <laughs> right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. If you are on YouTube, if you're not already, please subscribe and follow us on your favorite podcast provider. Big thank you to Kieran and to Jacob for being a absolute star in the producer role, the quarterback of this particular podcast. I like that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much, and we will see you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 